0: Welcome to the Aaliyan Anita podcast, the podcast created to inform, challenge, and empower you. Now let's get down to business. Hey guys, welcome to the Aaliyan Anita podcast. I'm your host Aaliyan And welcome back this week Um, If you are joining me as a loyal listener Thank you for tuning in this week If you are a first timer, welcome, welcome, welcome Um, A little bit about myself I am a formulation chemist I am a licensed esthetician and a business owner And I give tips and tricks and all of that stuff on this podcast We have a good time, we are down to earth We have good conversations, I have great guests And hopefully you learn something while you're here So today I want to talk about 10 mistakes that I noticed that business owners make. Now, listen, I talked to several business owners. I polled them because I have a bunch of friends that are entrepreneurs as well. And so we all kind of sat down and accommodated this list together. So (laughs) I'm going to give you 10 things that we uh, make mistakes with doing. Number one, not knowing our limits and triggers. Y'all, let me tell you something. Being a business owner for the week, you got to know what you know, what you know, and you got to make sure that you have a handle not only on yourself, but on the rules and regulations of your business. Um... And that come the reason how you can build your your rules and your you know, regulations for your business is by understanding what your limits are and what your triggers are. So if I need to have a certain amount of sleep at night, that means that I have to have certain business hours that accommodate that. If I need eight hours of sleep, that means that I'm not going to be up at two, three o'clock in the morning having a conversation with you via email, text, group chat, whatever. Um, and you have to know that as a business owner, you have to be very self-aware of yourself. And when you know your limits and your triggers, that will determine who you are willing to work with and who you cannot work with. Um, it just, you have to possess, honestly, uh, emotional intelligence is, quite the thing in business only like you have to be very very aware of your emotions and your triggers and things like that because one thing that I know is that clients can be incredibly emotional especially because it's their business and depending on what you're in if you're in a service type business or a product um, if you sell products or not like clients can be a handful and they don't mean to necessarily be that way But they're just really passionate about it. And if they feel like you're not 100 percent into their dream, then they'll like fall out on you. And if you are not emotionally prepared for that, you're going to always find yourself at odds with people. So it is quite it is so vitally important that, you know, your limits and your triggers and know when you need a break. Know when you need to rest, know when you need to eat, know when when um, people, you know, if somebody says something to you, this is going to trigger you and know how to respond to all of those things. So take the time to learn yourself and be emotionally intelligent. Number two, the um, mistakes that we make is bending the rules or overextending ourselves for a client. So a lot of times we have things set, right? You have in your mind, like, I am only going to do this, 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 and this. But you might decide to sway or overextend yourself because you either want to make the client really happy so that they can be happy or you want to, um, land the client or whatever, right? So you'll go through all of these limbs that's unrealistic and you'll end up running yourself into the ground and the work that you're doing won't be worth it because, um, you overextended yourself and you bent your rules. Do not ever, business owners, you hear me? Do not ever forsake yourself for the sake of a client. Do not ever forsake yourself for the sake of a client. I'm not saying not to make sure that the client is happy. I'm not saying not to give good customer service. I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is that do not forsake your rules, do not forsake the things that is important to you, don't forsake your values, don't forsake any parts of your integrity to your client. Don't do that because you'll end up hating yourself and regretting that you did it in the first place. That is something that I noticed that especially when you are a new entrepreneur and you're really anxious or thirsty to get a client or land a contract, you'll do whatever. Please don't get to that point. Don't ever allow yourself to get to that point because you'll end up losing credibility within yourself and within your, um, within your client because if you're if you become gutter to get them, you'll have to stay gutter, and that's not what you want to do. So, number three, we cheapen our prices to land the contract, guys. One thing I've learned in business is you have to know your price and know why your price is your price. So when it comes down to pitching your 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 price and your uh, quotes and all of that stuff to your client, you need to have everything detailed out, layered out, numbered out, all of that so that they understand fully why your price has to be your price. Sometimes people are just out here taxing because they want to tax and they're not really worth it. But if you know that you're a hard worker, you know you're gonna put your very best into whatever it is that you're doing, then you need to uh, always make sure that you can explain that to your client and, and make sure that they fully understand that. But don't ever cheapen your price just to land a client because here's the thing, what somebody won't pay, somebody will easily pay. I will never forget, I was working with a client And I had gave her a quote and it was a, it was a really big quote and I was nervous to even give it to her. And she told me in her email, she said, I know you're worth it. I'm going to make the investment to do what I have to do to make sure that I can, um, you know, pay you and afford to do this. When she told me that it was like, it was like music to my ears. It was like the wind behind my wings because, she got it. She understood that I had the level of expertise. I had the years of experience. She knew that I knew my stuff and she knew that I was worth it. But the key was, I had to know that I was worth it. And that's the thing. When you know that you're charging a price and you're charging this price for a reason, you're never cheating your client. But if you cheapen yourself, you are cheating your client because you're going to be less motivated to do the work. When you have that pressure on you, when you know that you charge your client the Right price, and you like, man, this person is paying me X amount of dollars. I gotta make sure I show up. That pressure is gonna make you perform in excellence. But when you know that you cheated yourself and short shortchanged yourself, you're not gonna show up. So do not ever cheat yourself, cheaping your prices just to land the client or the contract. Number four, not having good systems in place, whether that's a client intake process, an invoicing system, pricing systems, you need to take time to think through your business its needs and create the systems around it to make sure that that business is going to be successful. That is a huge mistake that we don't um, that we make all the time as business owners is that we do not consider all of the aspects of running our business and what it's going to require for our business to be um, successful. So you have to have really good systems in place to make it very easy for your client to either contact you or your um, customer or consumer to purchase your product or find you. You have to make things extremely accessible for your um, client or consumer base. And the easier you make things for them, the easier things will be for you. So make sure you have good systems in place. The next mistake we make is not having a good support team, whether that's employees, whether it's lawyers, accountants, mentors, coaches, whatever. We oftentimes try to do entrepreneurship by ourselves because especially if you're a solo entrepreneur you'll be like oh this is my this is mine I have to do it myself this is my baby you feel like you have to protect it but you need good support teams around you you need good people that can help you get out of your head Um, you need friends that'll take you out for a night on the town so that you're not always focusing on work you need a good lawyer that can handle your contracts and your business stuff for you you need a good accountant that can count your dollars and make sure you're paying your taxes on time you need good people around you and the only how you'll be able to get that is by opening yourself up and availing yourself to be able to be helped. make sure that um you're being vulnerable get you a good therapist so that you can talk to somebody and um Air out your different things so that you're not holding it all on the inside. But, like, share share your uh, responsibilities with your employees. Don't try to do everything on your own. You know, get you a good team, a good support team around you, and respect their excellence. Respect their expertise. Put these people in position to do, empower them to do what you need them to do. Like, if, if this is your lawyer, don't be trying to be a lawyer for them. Like, They went to law school, they got that degree, trust them to be who they are and who they say they're going to be. And if they're not, then you need to do the next best thing and find somebody else to put in their place. But um, yeah, get you a really good support team. The next mistake we make is underestimating our ability to be successful. We oftentimes like to play, you know, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur, I know this is, or when you're a first time entrepreneur, we are especially when it's like the first generation, like you either have to be extremely motivated or you're going to be like really scared and like underestimating yourself. Listen, if you have this idea and this idea is working and the wheels are turning, guess what? You're going to be successful, but you're only going to be as successful as you allow yourself to be. So never underestimate your ability to make something work or to make a thing happen. If you say it's going to happen, guess what? It's going to happen. But if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe that you can be successful, if your idea is, if you don't believe that your idea is a good idea, guess what? Nobody's going to believe it either. So your success ultimately begins and ends with you. The next thing we make a mistake is, make, make a mistake at, is not taking time to learn. Every week on my personal calendar, on my business calendar, I set aside time to learn. Whether I am, I read every day, I read, you know, a book, I read an article, I'm listening to something. You know, it has become incredibly easy to get to a- information, to have access to information. You can listen to a podcast, a business podcast, you can listen to, um, Audiobooks, You could join webinars that's free, like in my particular industry and, and um, personal care and cosmetics. They are always hosting webinars. I am always signing up to join in on webinars because I'm always trying to learn something new within my industry, whether it's about a new Um, piece of raw material that's being premiered, or whether it's about a new technique or a new preservation system, or whether it's about manufacturing and operations, whatever, I am always constantly putting myself in the position to learn just because you got the degree or you finished the program doesn't mean that you stop learning. You give your clients the best the more you learn, the more that you expose yourself to information and ideas and things like that, the more you can offer to people. Never, ever, ever stop learning. Number eight, not having time for a hobby that has nothing to do with work. When I tell you I have had to learn that you have to unplug yourself from your business like your life cannot be all about your business like I am a single woman. I live by myself. So for me, I can have my laptop and all of my work on one side of my bed and then I can be on the other side of the bed. I have lived that life. Right. And so I will roll over at two, three o'clock in the morning, grab my laptop, work on something, research a, a piece of raw material or try to, you know, tweak a formula or whatever. Right. Because my work is my work and I love it. Right. Right. But I have had to learn alien. Sometimes the best creativity comes from unplugging yourself completely from your work. So whether that is taking a knitting class or painting or taking an exercise class or going golfing or whatever it is that your vice is, you need a hobby. Business owners, get a hobby that has absolutely nothing to do with what you do. Right. And when you do that, you're going to find so much joy and fulfillment. It's going to it's going to make you want to live life. It's going to give you like it'll give honestly like what I've learned from having a hobby is like as you have this hobby and I try to pick like a really expensive hobby that requires me to make an investment, because the more I want to get into my hobby, the more money I want to make to be able to give to my hobby. So it'll make you work harder and smarter in your business, honestly, when you have something that you can aim towards and, and go and have fun with. So please, y'all find a hobby that has nothing to do with your work and have fun with life. Um, The next thing we do is not take breaks. Y'all, I am all gas, no breaks, right? But I have had to learn that sometimes you need to slow yourself down and take a break. You need to rest. You need to have a healthy diet. You need to have fun with your family and friends. You need to make memories, right? That is a part of living and being successful. What is the point of building a successful business or building these things up or having these structures in place if you're not going to enjoy them? What is the point? Please take time to take a break, whether it's to have a day off to lay in, t- lay in your bed and watch Netflix all day and binge your show. Do it. I encourage you to do it. Whether it is you taking a moment to go on vacation or go visit a, a, a family member out of town, hop on a flight. Take a break. Take a break. Please take a break. And the last and final thing that we make mistakes in in business is not maintaining our health. As a business owner, your most valuable resource beyond your time is your health. Your health and your time is the most valuable resource that you have as an entrepreneur. You will find nothing more valuable in entrepreneurship than your health and your and your. Um, your time. Honestly, if you don't have time and you don't manage your time well, you'll never be able to make the money that you want to make. If you don't have health, it will take your time away from what you need to do. You have to take time to maintain your health. Go to doctor's appointments, go get checkups. Take breaks and rest, make sure you're taking your vitamins and your supplements. If you have medication that you need to take, take your medicine. Do whatever it is that you need for your health. That is the key beyond having um, manage or having good time management skills, you need good health. You will not survive the 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 ups and downs the ins and outs of entrepreneurships if you do not have good health you want to be fit for your future that's what my uh, mentor told me you need to be fit for your future I over the course of the pandemic um from 2020 up until now I lost 83 pounds 83 pounds I look like a totally different person. I bugged down. I did the work and I lost the weight. Why? Because I knew that I had a journey that I was getting ready to go on and I needed to make sure that my health was in check before I did it. If I did not have healthy, um, if I didn't have healthy habits in place, I would never be able to survive all of the things that I'm enduring now. If I didn't have a workout regimen, if I didn't have a healthy eating regimen, if I didn't have things in place now, I would not be able to survive. And so I want to encourage you all to make sure you take time in this year and moving forward to make sure that you are as healthy as possible for your journey and that you're fit for your future. So, of course, you know, I have a book recommendation and it is written by Eric Thomas. It is called UOU. So um, I'm going to link that book into the book, this, or uh, into the, um, the bio or in the descriptions below. And please make sure you go check that book out. It is a phenomenal book, excellent read. I have it on Audible. Um, it's a seven, like maybe close to eight hour listen, but you can get it done in a day, or you can listen to it in a couple days or for a week or whatever. But it's so, so good. Get it, y'all. Um, and if you want to email me or talk to me, you can email me at, at gmail.com. I am your favorite chemist or your fave chemist on all of the social media platforms. And as always, y'all be blessed and stay relevant. See you next week.